When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make them need to run. Love them every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. And away we go. That's right. It's what's today's Wednesday. It's Valentine's Day. It baby. is Valentine's Day. Am I on the air, Bauer? Or you screwed this whole thing up already? No, I can hear you. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I screwed it no, up. No, he's now. been here since like three o'clock in the morning. He's good. Yeah, Santiago out sick. Bauer here in his stead. Yep. Maybe I have an ear infection and no, I can't hear. No, you're what fine. Is, Stop. What is happening? You don't have an ear infection. I can barely hear anything. Don't do this to me. I'm it's, one of these. It's Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. That's better. There we go. That's better. Um, so, how you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah? I'm doing you really ter- good. You look terrific. Thank you. <laughs> you really, Thank you. You look like a million bucks. Took a little nap. I'm ready. You woke me up, which yeah. was very nice. I woke you up. You said the magic word. Yeah, that's right. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you see, so I, I get in, and like I full disclosure, I get in about 5.50, 5.48, somewhere in that range, and Rick fast asleep. So, talk to Bauer. How you doing? We haven't seen each other in a while, so we catch up. Uh, RJ, you know, do like a wellness check. Like, where are we at today? How are we feeling? What stage of grief are we at? And then we're talking in, in typical fashion. You don't say a word, right? Because you're fast asleep. And then I said a word which I guess you probably can't say. Oh, it rhymes with sock, yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you, and I said that. And then, and then RJ goes, he's like the undertaker. All of a sudden, you're like, <laughs> and there, and there. He said, he said something like you light it on fire. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. And then all, all, I'm up. I'm ready. All of a sudden, he's like, <laughs> And he's like, well, you see, they like start to giggle, and, and then you know you you have Rick. I'm ready. Yeah, that's all I needed. So how you doing? I'm doing great. Good. I'm doing really good. I mean, there's no there's no place I'd rather be on this this beautiful Valentine's Day. Even my ride in today was not. It was nice. It was no, mine was not elite. Oh, it wasn't I, elite. I see roads, a lot of snow, really? a lot of snow on cars. I, we got a lot more snow up in. Yeah, no, we got hammered, but they, they did a good job with the roads, just because I think there has been so much snow, so they're ready. They can't. They're wait. ready to they go. Can't this wait is a big day. And I even rolled the dice. I went. I decided not to go Ed Koch. I said no, 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 no. No, you went cross Bronx. No, I got a little tip. Hey, only forty four minutes this way. Let's go cross Bronx. You, you have like insiders, traffic I, insiders. Roll like roll those dice and oh, good. Right in. Traffic but I insiders. flew right in. Took the Ed Koch. Um, Don't have a vehicle, so I took my wife's car, which is oversized. So I got that, which is uh-huh. nice. Thankfully, your wife is not just the car. Uh, no, right. <laughs> he was. He, he couldn't wait. He's like, give me that ticket. This is oversized. I was like, oh come on, man. Of course, I'm here um, every day. Double plow yesterday. Of course. I got the plow. 
You got plowed I out? I got plowed, yeah. But single plow? Uh, one single plow, Double yeah. plow, yeah. Wasn't happy with it. Sherry says to me, she goes, you know, I think they might do the triple plow. Like, uh, then oh, I'm no. If they do the I triple, don't want the yeah. double plow today. Um, then, then I'm out, then no, I'm done. you quit. Well, at least, I mean, here's the good thing. It's only, I mean, we've only got to know how many times we've been plowed last. It's, it's fair. You know? It's a fair It's a fair point. I think this is the second or third time so he we've deserves had it. any plowing this. Uh, yeah, but yesterday must have been a, a bonanza for him. Oh, he, he must have been He probably heaven. saw the snow coming down. I was oh. like, this is my day. Well, it is Valentine's Day. It is. You know, I don't want the double plow. Maybe Sherry gets the double plow today. Well, I don't think you, I don't think you should say that. <laughs> I'm just, I, I feel like you've crossed the line with that. Why? What do you mean? What do you mean? It'd be uh, nice, a little you, treat. You got any plans today? That's the Super Bowls. That's it. That's you. You got good for one halftime. That's it. Um, Super Bowl is done. Football season is done. That's I'll see you. I'll see you in September. Let's break down. Let's break down the Super Bowl more. You want to break it down more? I want to go back to football. It's it's done. <sighs> this is why it's so depressing. It is very depressing. It's though. not here. There's no more football. No, there's nothing. No. I'm getting, I, I'm Islanders. Get the I, I watched the Islanders last night a little bit. No, no one loses more one goal games than the Islanders. Nobody. Yep, they lost in the shootout. Ugh. Yeah, they're in trouble. Um, they're in trouble. He probably a little bit. Um, Mets Penalty report stinks. Knicks, Knicks are very unhappy with the officiating from the other night. If not, I mean, not just unhappy. Well, they're they're filing. Uh, we can ourselves an old fashioned protest here, yeah, which is going to amount to what? Uh probably probably nothing. Well. I'm a Knicks fan. You're a Knicks fan. If you're the, if you're the NBA, you you can't have it amount to anything. What are you going to do? That's well. That's, the that's last a, time, listen. The last time, it's been like 15 years since 17 okay. years since they've been had, had a six, successful protest. There's been six in the history of the NBA that have been upheld. Last time was in December of 20, uh, 2007 with Miami. Right. What was? It? Do you know what that was? Yeah. Well, Shaq they they kicked Shaq out with six fouls when he really only had five. <laughs> How, how do they? How do they do that? I well, mean, you heard, we got the sound. You, did you hear what they said on Barton Hunt? What happened Steve, on that? Steve Jabby? Yeah, a moment, he had a, a momentary lapse. Who who did Malloy? The, the referee that made the call. <laughs> you gotta lose your mind when you hear this. Uh, like I, I gotta hear that. But but how could a guy you messed up the foul calls? <laughs> yeah, but uh, people all over the entire planet are are watching the game. I'm sure the 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 networks, right? Like Sun Sports, whatever's doing that Miami game is is telling you, all right, Shaq's got four, Shaq's got five. They threw him out with five fouls. Throw him out. See ya. Did he know? I wonder if he knew at the time. Like I got I got five. You're out. You want to hear the best part about that? Oh no. No, so he so he Oh, you're going to love this part. So he's out of the game. <laughs> no, you're going to love you're going to love this part. You, you know what he's going to say? Yeah, you're going to love this they part. They pick up the game on March 8th. The game was played on uh, December 19th, 2007. They pick it up on March 8th, 2008. Where do they pick it up from from where he picked up his sixth foul? Uh 51 or his fifth foul? Yeah, I think 51.9 seconds left. Okay. Um were replayed from overtime. That's when the foul occurred, I believe. The, so the Hawks won. The Hawks won originally and won on the redo or no? Yes. Okay. Here's the best part. Shaq didn't play because in between... T- <laughs> he got hurt. It he just, got traded. He got traded to the Suns. <laughs> so Shaq, you're back in the game. Oh, wait, you're not on the team. No, I, I want... I guess you can't... Yeah, this, re- this would be... This would be, him, right? Hey, but this would be nice for us, though, if they do, if we do win this protest and then we're fully healthy when we finish this game up in overtime. Hello. Yeah, but they're not going to do it. Well... Here's the here's the reason why it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> he was gone. So what it says in the articles that I read, it says for a protest to uh, to work, it must prove the misapplication of a rule. Right. They not had a simply, bad call. Right. They didn't misapply a rule. They're not going to redo it. It's an awful call. And you know right? what? They shouldn't redo it. It was an awful call. Oh, uh, no, awful, 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 awful call. Play that sound. All right. So you can your head can explode. Look, he's telling me what to do. Steve Sorry. Javi, uh, former NBA official, Barton Hahn. 
referee had a momentary lapse of focus in the game? What happens is you have a loss, of, a momentary loss of concentration um, because you really you have to know the situation. Uh, you know it's a tie ball game. You see the ball, the clock running down, the, the ball gets thrown out, and you know you have that feeling in desperation time because it's a second left. And you can't really guess on the play. You can't have a doubt on the play because what's the worst-case scenario? You go to overtime, mm-hmm. and the guys decide it. And that's the thing. But what happens, every once in a while, you get that brain cramp and you get that loss of concentration. That's exactly what happens. Well, okay, listen, I understand human element and mistakes and everything. I really do. But in that moment, you have a loss of concentration? Well, in that moment, yeah, when you realize the game is tied and worst-case scenario Maybe, maybe is, he's, he's saying that he didn't even realize the game was well, tied. clearly. But how, but how's that acceptable? I, it's not acceptable, it's not acceptable. And I, I don't know how it's possible. No, and you know what else that sound proves? Is that when they go up and it's clearly a foul and the referee waits to blow the whistle to see if the lap goes in or not. Right, yep. Yeah. If it goes in, no, good. If it doesn't, whew, yep. Okay, you were watching the game live? Free throws. Were you watching the game? Yeah, it doesn't even matter, live or not. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't make a difference. Um, did you know the situation? Yes. Did You, you knew it was tied yep. and you knew that that shot was for the uh-huh. win or it was going to go to overtime? Right. You didn't have a loss of concentration? Nope. And you were not on the floor? No, no, no. I was, I was locked in. Well, I think most people were locked yeah, in. I think everyone should have been locked in. You think there were people home watching the game thinking to themselves, oh, oh boy, Nick's up two here. If he hits that three, all of a sudden the Rockets win? Uh, no. 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 I mean, everybody knew it was a tie game at the time. So you're going to tell me that, that, that Malloy didn't know what the situation was? He had a loss of concentration? I got to tell you, though, like, bringing up yesterday morning, the because uh, we had the one caller with its fixed and everything else, there's plenty of people that believe that. I, I do not for the record. I know. I, I don't necessarily believe that either although i mean in the nba we've had had you know we've already heard stories about how referees right in particular kind mm-hmm. of was fixing games for gambling purposes but with the whole nfl being scripted and everything else and, and all those different things so we had the tweet yesterday how the spread moved from four to right. pick and then I, got, I got an email uh yesterday at some point saying the over under was i don't remember what the final score was the over under would have hit the over had that game gone to overtime whatever it is though like even when you hear him talk about it and like in his mind thinking like what's the worst case scenario it shouldn't like that that thought shouldn't cross your mind if it's a foul it's a foul correct like so if it's if they're down if in this in this situation the rockets are down three and he heaves it up with one hand as he's got his one hand holding off Jalen Brunson your thought shouldn't be like oh I don't know well they're down three so what's the worst that can happen he makes all three free throws and we go into overtime no if it's a foul if it's a foul if it's not it's not right like, that shouldn't play into and your decision-making. I mean, that's not a foul in quarter one. Now, it's not as upsetting in quarter one because you have another 35 minutes or 38 minutes or whatever it is to, you know, remedy a bad call. But that that was that's never a foul call. It was a, it was an absolutely no. god-awful call. But what turns out to be upsetting is is that a call earlier in the game affected your ability to challenge that call. That Which pisses, was another bad call. That pisses me off. Well, may, maybe you get a, a second challenge. Like or maybe in the final two minutes they can they can do their own, like the NFL now the NFL doesn't replay like calls they will though they got the expedited review now right I mean so, something has to change because you can't ha- you can't have that in that moment decide the game well no I think the fear with that is that there's a lack of tra- transparency uh, transparency right right which is what they did in the XFL and you could actually see them go over and you're like oh so that's why that decision was made if all of a sudden you hear a buzzer and it's Sakakis and they're the rule and the the foul gets changed it's like well who just changed that. But I'm with you. Like, there's got to be a way. This is why when we talked about this yesterday. I don't want to get stuck in it, but this is why we have, why we're supposed to have replay, right? 
This is why replay was, and this is what it was intended for, like egregious calls that cost teams games. And this cost the Knicks a game that they fought back in. Now, they didn't play great, but that doesn't matter. They found a way to tie this thing up, bringing it to overtime, and they deserved they deserved the opportunity to right, compete they, for right. that win. And, and maybe they would have lost. And if they would have lost in overtime, I think you would say to yourself, all right, you know what? It, it happens. It's not the end of the world. You lost to a team you probably should have beat. But, I mean, you're back at it tonight. Last game of the first half of the season. Thank God. Thank I mean, you, you talk about limping to the All-Star break. Have you ever seen a team limp no, to the All-Star literally. break more than what's happening right now? Literally. Literally limping. I, okay, so here's a question for you. By the way, did you see like the Celtics last night? Every starter, 36-plus minutes. Nobody says Dude, a, I'm so nobody, sick of, nobody so says sick of that Nobody says a word man. of it. Not a word. Oh, it's every it's every day, too. Well, maybe if you didn't play DiVincenzo so much. Dude, come on, man. Like You're a professional athlete. You should be happy that you're playing and, as many And I minutes. guarantee you, Dante DiVincenzo, who's a very nice player, but you never thought of him as any sort of a star, is loving the fact that he's able to play this many minutes. Yeah, you got to pick your spots. You got to pick your spots. These games, some of these games just aren't, aren't nearly as important. If you if you win, you win. But if you lose, who cares? No, that's not that. That can't be the mindset. The team's not good enough. And, and you're fighting for so like you you've made it. You've established well, for some you, reason you now, play the regular season. Well, no, for some reason now people people are of the opinion that when this team is healthy, it doesn't matter where they finish. Fully healthy doesn't matter. Having game seven at home I doesn't matter. A, a Matchup doesn't take. matter. It's just they're good enough where you just roll them out on the road wherever and we'll be fine. So right now, first half ends for the Knicks tonight. They're 33-21. and 21. That's the four spot. Half a game ahead of Philadelphia. Uh, and then there is some cushion. Indiana is the six, but they have four more losses than the Knicks do right now. You look ahead, Milwaukee is the three. They're 35-20, and 20, so in, in the loss column it's one. And then Cleveland has now separated themselves into second. They have 17 losses. But this game, listen, it's not do or die, but this is an important game for the Knicks tonight. Uh, it's important, but, I mean, it's it's more important just to get to the break and get healthy. I mean, oh, that's well, the most uh, yeah, important. Of, co- of course. I, I, I mean, I'm not I mean, going to stress out. this is unbelievable. Out. Like, yeah, I'm not going to stress out. I wasn't, I wasn't happy, especially I was, with the call against against Houston. Right. I mean, that's, and those are, you know, those are teams you've taken care of this season, but this is not the Knicks team. No, I wasn't unhappy with the loss as much as I was unhappy with the way they lost. To lose like that was destructive. The f- like when they fell down fifteen, whatever, I didn't even know what they it was in 16. the first. I didn't even they, know what it were, was because the scoreboard was all no. They up. were down fourteen at half, and they were down as many as 16. right. So if they would just would have like it just organically, they would have lost that game by ten points and say, you know what, I'm annoyed. But like the game against uh, Indiana over the weekend. It's like, you can't be that upset. Indiana's got more talent on the floor than the Knicks do, and they're doing everything they can, but they just can't compete because they're not healthy. So you can't go crazy, but to have a, a the chance at a win ripped away like that is very upsetting. Yeah, and again, you fought back. I'm with you, but still, I mean, let's we got to get to this break. we got to get healthy. Well, get through tonight. Uh, and See what's going on with Randall, get OG you, back. You are going to care. Like, they're going to play oh, the game, and you're going you're gonna to want to win that game. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, but I'm sure, I mean, Orlando's looking at what we have, saying, okay, I mean, this, this is our last game before the break. We need to take advantage of the fact the Knicks have no one playing. Well, the, the, you know, I said that the Knicks 21 losses and uh, Indiana is, is 6 to 25 losses. 7 is 25, 8 is 25. So, you know, a, a cold spell could push you right back well, into that playing think about thing. what Indiana's dealing with, too. I mean, they don't have the full. Uh, this is not the Tyrese Halliburton that you saw before the hamstring. No, absolutely They're not. They're still trying to manage him. I, I don't. I don't want to play it now. Maybe we'll play it later. There's a cut from Steve Javi on Barton Hahn yesterday. Says the slug is referees want to get the call right. They well, want it. Well, that's good to know. They're trying. Uh, yes. You know, we all want to do things that are are good. But like it would be, it would be weird if he's, uh, if the slug was like referees Sometimes are not interested in getting the call right. Judgment. Yeah.
Could you imagine that? Like, could, could I imagine like I'm just hanging out in the net, puck gets dumped in, and I'm just just I, stand, sitting there like watching lose, the scoreboard, lose focus for a minute? No. What happened? Well, but but guys, that, but that was not you know halfway through the game. That's like overtime. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, or like, like the last they five walked seconds out on, of the a, game. on a, on a two on one as as time's expiring in a one goal game and you're just like thinking about like oh Valentine's Day I've, <laughs> I gotta grab a ro- sip of water right, right, like, right. I, like, I lost track I didn't know what time so, you know and Milbury's like Di Pietro what <laughs> happened Coach I'm really yeah. sorry I just I focus. didn't realize just, where we were in the game right I forgot we were even playing the game to be honest just, you know that focus just sometimes gets you it it certainly does all right so today's Wednesday oh that means we do the feud. No, 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 it, no, 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 no. It's a stump. It's a stump. Oh, thing. right. Stump Valentine's Day. Stump. Oh, Valentine. How about this? If you do well, mm-hmm. you'll I'll kiss give me. you a big kiss. Really? Yep. Where? Right on the lips. Oh. Some tongue. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Yeah. So I talk about chewing on ice cubes. No. That's disgusting. You want to give me tongue. Yeah, of course. And that's- of course. All, we say all sorts of intelligent sports things, and then I'm, on, I'm in the car, and the yeah, DPH from Rothenberg is you about sucking ice cubes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> but you watch me on OnlyFans sucking ice cubes <laughs> with that noise. They played that noise. That's a good noise. No, it's not. That's RJ. RJ does that. That is not a good noise. Santiago not here today. He's unwell. Yeah, we got uh, we got the the we bounty. Got, we got the bounty man. Yeah, Bowers. Or here. Brawny. Is it bounty or Brawny? Uh, is Brawny is he a bounty hunter? Or is he no, a brownie? That no, the the paper towels, the quicker picker. Oh, upper. Brawny. Brawny. Like to get the shirt. Brawny. Yes, RJ is here. We'll do a wellness check on him. We'll do. I some, think he's fine. You say that so he's flippantly. Not. He's, he's not, not. He's not fine. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Carl in Queens. Good morning, Carl. Uh oh. Carl, you there? No, he's not there. No. Good one. How is it my fault? Well, it just seems like every time we go first call, swing and a miss. I don't know. Now he's back. Apparently he was on mute. Called right back. Go to him? No. No. Make him wait now. Carl, now you wait. 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 This 
is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Watch this. Call you there? I'm here. All right, now we're going to put you back on hold. We'll get to you in a few minutes. How's that? (laughs) On 98.7 ESPN. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. Look at Bauer. Taking a page right out of the Santiago playbook, huh? Bauer, you think you sing for us at all today? Uh, probably not. If we requested a song? If we request, like, you have a nice voice? I have a terrible singing Stop. voice. Stop. Come on, because you have a great Is radio Is that why voice. you listen to Death Metal? Their name was called Vomit Forth. <laughs> that, that could be a good reason. I never thought of it that what's way. What's the last concert you went to, Bauer? Uh, I went to one, like, three weeks ago, I want to say. What? Like, a murdering kind of band? Uh, yeah, kind of. It <laughs> yeah. was metal. Their what name was, was the... called Vomit Forth. No, what was not... the name of this one? Uh, Bayway. Bay... Well, that doesn't... Give a no. connotation that it's awful. No, I believe it's uh, based on their location in New Jersey. I think they're from Elizabeth, and I think that's a section of the city. Wow. Were they good? Oh, they're very good. They may have been the le- best uh, metal live set I've heard from like a small band. Rage, Torment, Blood Feast. <laughs> Blood Feast. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you mosh? Uh, no. I was close because the mosh pit was like spreading across like almost the entire room at one point. So like it, it was certainly moving. So I had to push some people out of the way. Did you go with the I Giants? I would love nothing more than to be nestled. Uh, <laughs> yes, I did. You went with those Giants? Of course. Are they still yeah. with your sister? Uh, no. So she's not dating any of them? Arjun, you weren't here because Bauer was filling in for you at the time. Bauer has two giant friends who are like seven feet tall. Twins. And they're both dating his sister. They're I, twins. I, I yeah. love how you make the assumption of well, this. Well, it would make sense, even if she doesn't realize it. She has a boyfriend. Okay. Wink, wink. And it's not, it's not one of the twins. Mm-hmm. So what did you, you know this, RJ, that he, he has giant, literally giant friends, <laughs> and they're both dating his sister? I, I, I've I heard it. I yeah. listened to the pod when I'm out. Here's, here's my question, though, because Bauer is of my diminutive size, for the most part. Uh, can I be honest now? Yeah. I didn't even realize. No? No. You like, just noticed I his ugly hat. No, I didn't realize that. Bauer, stand up for a second. Let's take a, let's take a peek at you. He might be a little taller than me. I, I never realized no, that Bauer was, was little. He's not that tall. No. So even What are he, you, Bauer, like 5'8"? He might be an inch taller than yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, 5'7". Uh-huh. So here's the thing, though. You're Bauer, and you're my size. You roll around with two seven-footers. Yep. You can do whatever you want. That's right. That's nice. That's no, like his enforcers. It's like he's walking around with Bob Probert and Ty Domi. Mm-hmm. He's Gretzky. Yeah, exactly. exactly what he, he could is. go into that mosh pit and throw. He's got his own Marty McSorley to. on yep. the wing, is what he's got. If Marty McSorley was sleeping with Wayne Gretzky's sister, right? Does yeah. Gretzky have a sister? I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's, Wayne there's, Gretzky's wife is very attractive. There's Paulina. Paulina, yeah, she's married to Dustin That's his Johnson. daughter. Yeah. He say he said he said that. What he must like Paulina. Yeah. Well, Paulina. Right Paulina. He knew right away. Paulina and Dustin Johnson are an aesthetically pleasing couple. You find them both attractive. All right, they're both good-looking people. So, Bauer, you get the call yesterday. What time to come into the show today? Uh, six thirty p.m. P.m. Yes. W- were you were you just? Ex- How would he get the call at six thirty a.m. yesterday? What do you mean? Ray was on the show <laughs> at six thirty. No, I'm saying, but he could have gotten the call early in the in the day. <laughs> Start warming up. No, you know what, Bauer, Ray's going to be out tomorrow. We're going to need you to fill in. That is well within reason. We didn't know that he was going to be out until... But nobody else knew that. I'm telling the story for the masses. I know you knew. <laughs> what would the radio bullpen look like? He's stretching his fingers out. So, no, not for yesterday. They could have called you yesterday morning for today. I'm sorry, Barry, that these idiots don't understand. Well, you get it, right? I mean, to be fair, oh. did you really need context to the 630 part? 
If it was AM or PM. He Pro- thought, probably he thought not. they spelled gobble J-A-C-Y-N. <laughs> That's what the guy said. He's like, I'm Jason Gobble. J-A-C-Y-N is how you spell gobble. He, he spells gobble J-A-C-Y-N. That sounded great. That sounded really good. So you get the call 6.30 p.m. we've established. And your first thought is, oh, God, that's very early. Or do you think to yourself, I get to work with the guys tomorrow? I get to work with the guys tomorrow. If I'm called to pinch hit, then you got to do what you got to do. Favorite show on the station, Bauer, is what? We've been through this before. Oh, no, he's going to be a again. wagon. He's going to be a wagon because we asked him who was rooting for in pickleball. Uh, we okay. also have to fight him. You, your, your full-time show is Anita. We get it. You love her. She's your number one. After Anita, where do you go? I would go to either Barton Hahn or the <laughs> K show. And then I would put you in last because you keep bringing this up. <laughs> I want him out. You're amazing. When Winthrop wakes up in three hours, I want I want to talk to him. Winthrop's not going to be waking up Here's the thing you don't, you don't know, and I'm sorry to do this to you, Tom. There was an email a while back. A thread just about the pickleball. Somebody had sent some audio. Hey, here's what Anita said. This is maybe like December. Mm-hmm. And Bauer, there's only like four of us on it. I think it's me, Santiago, may, maybe Pusick, and Bauer. And it's what? What is? It? I don't know about this. And we played it. It was a while back, but it was it was the audio of Amani Tumor talking about you know why you guys stink and all mm-hmm. that. Oh, I know where this is going now. And it's just us, like the producers. And Bauer replies, unprompted. I hope Dave and Rick lose. And it's only to us. It's not like putting on a show for anybody. It's how he feels. No, yeah, he wants he, us, he and wants we us let to him lose. In our, and we let him in our home. He does I, not I, like you know what? You know what? I was thinking on my way in, and I stopped at Catalina and got my tea. I was like, should I get the guys a bagel? I was like, eh, I'm, I'm not going to because RJ's always anti-bagel and, I don't know, Bauer's preference. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad I didn't. Bauer, what is the matter with you? Listen. I listen. I have my support for Amani and Anita in this, and I don't see why you're so upset about this. Because we're better than them. No, you're not. They they would win in pickleball. We're better on radio than them. Did you not hear Amani say the other day he played in the actual game and he where there was awful. rules? He was awful. He didn't know there were rules in pickleball. Well, okay. See, that's a problem. I, I didn't know that. Didn't there were rules. <laughs> well, you heard him. Wait, he just thought it was chaotic. Yeah, like, he's any, like oh, anything goes. You gotta wait for it to bounce. And I was the idiot that didn't know what the kitchen was supposedly. Oh, I'll be in the kitchen, all right, cooking it up. Bauer, I'm so disappointed. Yeah, you in disgust you. me. So disappointed in you. That's unfortunate. I hate your hat too. Yeah, thanks, Rick. See, yeah. see, you want to play that game? Yankees are still better than the Mets, though. So oh, that's, it's okay. That's that's true. That's, that doesn't even hurt. Um, hurts me a little bit. It does. I was it, pretending. It, it hurts me. I was a little pretending. Bit. Um, because I I am, and let's let's get this into a jumping off for baseball point. Um, this is this this is an admission, and it, it may, might make me a miserable person, and that's fine. When the Mets are bad, it pains me greatly. When the Mets are bad and the Yankees are bad, like last year, it makes me feel a little bit better. And well, I, that's because you have that. I mean, that's one of your. That's one of my things. Characters like I take real enjoyment in Freud, o- yeah. other teams not doing well. Yes, but I think the Yankees have done. And again, I don't think the Yankees are the best team in baseball by any stretch. I don't even know they're the best team in their division. But I look at the Mets and where we are, and I have, I have real concerns about this team. And you know, pitchers and catchers reporting, and they're. They, they have this cute thing. Have you seen this like on Instagram where they're they're holding up a sign like it's the first day of school, and it's like yeah yeah, yeah. year number seven, yep. Jersey number thirty nine. You know where hometown is wherever. Like it's cute, but that usually gets my juices flowing. I don't have the same juices flowing this year for the Mets that I've had in the past. No, I can't. I'm not going to lie to anyone. Like I love baseball. It's probably my favorite sport. I just don't have the same kind of excitement coming off of last season. Just the disappointment because they've really done very little this offseason. Uh, pretty much have done. Virtually nothing. I mean, you moved off Buck, 
And listen, I mean, Stearns comes in, he wants his own guy. Fine, it ends up being. I don't have a. I don't have a great issue with that. No, no, but it's you're going from a guy. I mean, that's that's maybe one of the smartest baseball minds in the game that has a ton of experience to a guy who has no experience. So I mean, he's gonna gonna take him a second to learn. And on top of that, I mean, you're pretty much spending this year trying to get out from under the the Verlander and Scherzer deals. That's right. I, I mean, listen, Stearns obviously has a big play and a big and a big overview and a big picture of what they're trying to do. But as a Mets fan last year, I went into the season thinking they're going to win the World Series. Now, obviously, it was an epic failure, but a year later to have the thought of, I hope they're 500-ish is a, is a real come down. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, we went to last season, and I think I still picked the Braves to win the, the NL East. I think I did too. But I wouldn't have been shocked. If the Mets were right there, no, I thought the Mets were going to be a ninety-plus right, team, coming off one on one, absolutely be in the wild yeah. card. And they, I mean, and now when you look at what they're at, and I get, listen, it was smart. You know what they did last year? They pivoted. This wasn't working out. It's not what we expected. We always, I mean, we said it from the second that Steve Cohen bought the team. Is he wants to be the you know Dodgers on the East Coast? We need to build up our farm system. So we bit the bullet, spent the money building up the farm system, and said. I mean, and I think a lot of people were like, oh, he's only saying that so, you know, Max Scherzer decided he and, wanted and to I, You know, and I thought that was well, possibly true. You were wrong. You're, I was wrong. So this year is we're going to have some, you know, low-risk, high-reward signings that hopefully pan out. But when you look at, I mean, you look at this rotation, man, and it sounds like they're going to, you know, try to use a six-man rotation as much as they can to keep Senga fresh. Right. You really, I mean, <laughs> Senga was good, but, I mean... You don't really have an ace. I guess well, Senga's and Senga be was ace. good after he got rolling. Like there was a while where he wasn't good, so he's got to jump out of the gates being that level of pitcher. Well, that's because you're going to need him to be that pitcher. Quintana missed half the season. He's fine, but I mean, he's going to pencil in as your two. Uh, and then Severino and Manaya. I, I mean, mean and Manaya Severino spent most of the season in the bullpen last year. And I'm not opposed to the Severino signing, but but now you need Severino to be like a. You know, if you said to me Severino's going to be your four, your five. And if he, you know, if he's good, great. If he's not, we have other, you know, enforcements there ready to roll. I'd say fine. I need Severino to be good. If Severino's not good, where do I turn to now if I'm the Mets? Severino's coming off a season where his ERA was close to seven. He was unpitchable last year. Close to seven. And and actually, I like the signing. I do because I think that the Mets look at it and say there's something we can fix and we'll, yeah, you we'll like figure this, it out. Right. And there's well, no risk. Okay. No risk. Right. I agree with you. With pitching lab and all these different things. But it's not like, hey, this is a low-risk signing, high-reward. We're just looking for him to kind of fit in the back of this rotation. If this team if this team is going to well, be that's what I'm saying. competitive, you're going to need him to be like your, your three. Which, I mean, is that is that realistic? I, I, I don't know. What, all right, so, so walk me through it here. Senga, you trust him? I trust Senga, yeah. Okay. Uh, your number two is... You're probably hoping it's going to be Severino. Which is a, a whole concern. I mean, Hauser's a back-of-the-rotation guy. Right. Manaya is... He found something else in the, you know, the four starts at the end of the season. I mean, Quintana... I, I, here's the thing. It could be okay. It could. But yeah. that, that's, well, a, that's a lot of... Could be okay. That's a I mean, lot of as, question are marks. Are you as good as Atlanta? Are you as good, good as... as Atlanta? Are you as good I as Philly? I don't... No. I don't have... Even even the, an iota of thought that the Mets can win this division. There's not a thought in my brain that thinks the Mets can even be close to competing for this division. And I, in, in, in all honesty, I didn't think we'd be at this point already. Or ever. 
once once um, Steve Cohen bought the team. I agree with you, and I think that's what makes this a difficult pill to swallow. That we wouldn't always be in, you know, right there to win. Well, you thought that you, every year you'd go out and you'd get the Blake Snell, right? That oh, well, you know what? Three years, hundred and fifty million. I'll overpay, like they did last year, right? You thought well, every year you, you would have the option to do what they did last right. year. Well, in fairness to them, that didn't work, and they had to pivot. And now they bring in Stearns, and they're trying to build this so there's some, you know, some sustainability. So we do get to that point where every right. year. You know, we're one of the the teams that could win the division, but, but the we're farm not there system yet. is it's on the way. Yeah. And I think, listen, you can choose. And I understand if you want to be negative about the Mets. I I really do get it. I'm choosing the other way because I'm Stearns is a smart guy. You can't deny that, and he's had success building teams that have no money. So the farm system is already. I mean, Jet Williams is a big time prospect. He's little, by the way. Yeah, he's not big. He's I think he's smaller than RJ. I think we talked about it. It's like five six. Uh, he is not. No, he's not a big man. That's very short. No, but I think we. Had, the question we asked him, and this is a good time for him, just for what you know, the skill set that he has, right. where the game is going. Right. I mean, he's a great athlete. Terrific. He's got a lot of speed. He's a terrific defensive player. I mean, what what <laughs> what, what kind of sucks about this whole thing is is that we are still spending money though. That's the frustrating part. Is we're sitting here talking about it. We're not. We're not as good as the Braves. We're not as good as the Phillies. There's a real chance we don't even make the playoffs. Right. And we're still spending almost three hundred million dollars. Well, they got to get out from under before they. Right. I mean, we got move forward. We have almost fifty million dollars. Um, fifty million dead. Well, you're hoping that with that fifty million dollars dead, that you really improve the farm system to a level that it's going to in, in a year or two, it's going to make a huge difference. Right. But this is moves, a long play now. I understand that. But are there moves that could be made now to just give yourself a better chance to at least you be can a still sign Blake team. Snell? He makes you well, better. I team. don't think that. But, but that's a move that what, would make you better. Well, before what he's asking for. I mean, you heard what he's asking for. I mean, the JT Martinez. Yes, something like I mean, something like that. Yes, Justin Turner on a one-year deal. Absolutely. Something like that. Especially if you're having clubhouse issues, you bring in someone like Justin Turner. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like the fact that you got Bauer a banana. I don't like it at all. Because with what he's just done, the way he's just acted, the fact that he's clearly... You know what? Anita should have called in, called downstairs to the calf and said, put it on my tab, get this man a banana. She didn't do that. She doesn't care. If anyone would give him a banana. I couldn't do it, though. I tried. To what? I bought two, and I had them cancel the order. I felt guilty. So you got a third. No joke. I put two up. Right. I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. Really? God wasn't happy I, either. I think I would have been able to do it. Yeah, I would. I think I, I would have gotten two bananas... I would have given one to RJ, one to you. He would have gotten nothing. He did get third choice, though. As as well he should have. Right. I couldn't do it. I tried. You, you just... I couldn't do it. Really? I put two up. He rang me out. I was like, cancel that, please. Let me I get a to third. Get one more banana. Yeah. Well, why would he have to cancel it? Why couldn't you just get a third banana and he adds that to the order? He couldn't. <laughs> so, well, I, you're asking me questions I can't answer. Wait, wait a minute. So you, you go up with two bananas. Yeah. He put banana one, banana, banana two. two. Yep. All right. It's a dollar seventy-five. And you, and you say, wait a minute, I need I need to go run and grab a third banana. And he goes, oh, 
Now the whole order. <laughs> he couldn't have just hit. Nope. Third banana. Nope. You pay for it on the way out. Pick up the third banana. Nope. What sense does that make? Final sale. You have to press the X. He's oh. all right. Now try it. Doesn't doesn't really at all feel like well, they're functioning listen, at a high level down there. Do you, I mean, does it surprise you? No. No. Uh, Jacob in Union. Hi, Jacob. You're on 98.7. How's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Um, so this is on the Knicks situation. I I think it's kind of a bad look for the Knicks to be protesting this game, to be honest. Why? Um, it's, one of, it's one of the worst calls I've ever seen, and I hope it spurs some sort of uh, change where in the moment some committee can, can review it and change it. But th- I don't think there's a chance they're going to overturn it. And I think it just – it's in the grand scheme of things, a pretty unimportant game that I don't think we should be making a huge deal about. I just remember last year, Cuban and the Mavs uh, challenged a game, and I felt the same way about it. It just kind of isn't a great look. I well, but why is it not a great look? I mean, do you agree? I mean, you said it, that this was a horrendous call. So the Knicks got screwed, right? Absolutely. Okay. I think there should be recourse in the moment. All right, well, well may, maybe their viewpoint, listen, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to win it. I'd be stunned if they did. But maybe their viewpoint is maybe maybe by protesting, change comes out of this. Yeah, no, you're right. And, and, and I agree with that. So, um, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Uh, great work, guys. Appreciate it. I, I would have been mad if they right over. No, I would have been mad if they didn't protest it. What's I mean? What's well, the there's, there's, I don't understand why. He, well, how's it a bad look? And how do you not? Like it could be. Listen, end of the season when you would actually finish this game, maybe it is a big deal that you turn this loss into a win. If you get to play the overtime, it wasn't like they had to. You didn't even have to wait for the the two minute report to come out. No, they immediately it was right after the game. The second that they made the call, they probably knew screwed it up. Like they're over there looking to do. Yeah, they're checking the time. Like oh. Guys, I gotta tell you, I lost, I lost my focus there a little bit. How about this, by the way? It was a horrendous call. And you want to know the issue with the NBA? LeBron already says he will not play tomorrow night in the second of a back-to-back in Utah. That's I can, all. LeBron, I can understand though. I mean, you, you got days off after that. You know, he's got an extra day off. Well, you run the risk. I mean, listen. I mean, at his age, with the amount of uh, you know, miles he's got on his body. He knows his body better than anyone else. I mean, it's it's also, I mean, opening yourself up to now playing the second of a back-to-back, you know? All right. Tom, Tom Haberstraw, by the way, had a, a, a tweet to that original uh, statement. It said, NBA stars miss games in Utah more than any other city. It's not even close. Yeah. I guess they don't. They just have no interest in playing. No interest in playing in Utah? Well, Utah. No. Interesting. Which is, I guess, good for for Utah as far as winning games and and bad for the fan base. Bad for the fan base. They're yeah. not going to play their stars when of they course come you want to see LeBron, right? Yeah, that would stink. That was a they have a. They have a re- I know that they're trying to to remedy it. They have a, a real problem in the NBA with guys just not playing. Why? Why is that an issue in the NBA and the NHL? It's not even a thought that guys wouldn't play. A different mindset. So that's what. But I mean, NHL is exhausting. NHL oh, is it's, a grind. Dude. NHL. I mean, and they never give up a game though. No. Well, but that's, I mean, it's it's definitely changed. I mean, when you're when you're playing 82 games and you're putting that much emphasis on the games, which you should, it definitely has affected, you know, how much practice you'll have. Like, there's really, I mean, it's kind of, you barely practice. It's more kind of maintenance, making sure you're healthy enough to play the games. But, I mean, there's science behind what they're doing. I mean, and you know how much money LeBron James spends on his body. Sure. So he, he's got a pretty good idea. It's too many games. Eighty-two games is too many games, but they're, but, it it's, but it's too many games in hockey. It's not going to, yeah, but it's not going to ever change. We so we accept the fact that it's not going to change. Right. We can kick and scream that hey, if you want us to, you know, be at our best and stay healthy, we should play less games. But they'll never agree to that because of the you know we all want it. 
We all want to get paid. Well, if the, if the money would stay the same and they could play 60, I, I almost guarantee you they yeah, would but won't. Well, like, the money it's won't not, the it's not possible. Right. So you have to suck it up. You have to play the games. But I just think the mentality is different. You don't want to let your teammates down. Like, you'd be hard-pressed when you put, like, every game is important. And you'd be hard-pressed to tell somebody, hey, I'm healthy enough to play, but I'm not because I want to make sure I get my rest. That's not how you see things in the NHL. You guys taking their teeth out on the bench. I know, but it's just NHL. They'll they'll play no matter what. NBA, you give them a reason to not play, and they won't. Like guy goes out, gets thirty stitches, comes back, and he's got a, a cage on. Like very easy to come out of the cage. Ryan Lindgren. I've never Don't seen a guy feel get great. hurt more than him every single game, and he's he's out there and he's ready to go. It just doesn't it doesn't go over well in the locker room. What if you have, if you're a guy like that? Because, but but NBA, it's fine. Well, yeah. I mean, who's telling LeBron James he needs to be on the floor? No, I get that, but I mean, he couldn't play twenty five minutes. Well, I think it's also, too, I mean, if your best players, if the best players in the NHL started doing it, I'm sure other guys would be like, well, if these guys are doing it, then I'm going to start doing it. And maybe that trickles down. I guess. Speaking of load management, here's Buck Showalter on uh, the Foul Territory podcast on load management, not in the NBA, not in the NHL, in the MLB. I love when those guys come in about their uh, load management. We had a guy that hit a triple and two doubles, and they came in and said he probably needs a day off because he ran too much around the bases. So we only tell him, don't get any hits, so you can play the next day. I, I don't. I didn't quite understand that one. Okay, I said, okay, you go out there and tell Brandon Nimmo that he's not playing today because he did too well last night. It's unbelievable. It really listening to that. You know, we've talked about it over the last couple of days. Listening to that soundbite to me is absolutely unbelievable. I love how when he starts the answer, he says a guy, and then, and he gets then, himself, then he, well, he's like, well, you know, what, what, himself, do I, what do I have to say? He gets for? Himself, himself so aggravated. He's like, you want me to tell Brandon Nimmo? Yeah. I'll tell you who it is. I'm not going to tell you who it is. It was and then, Brandon and then eight seconds later, he's like, it was Brandon Nimmo. <laughs> I do. I don't know how they do it. And then you sit like they. We say it all the time. Like baseball managers, they have to talk too much. It's like it's just too much. And now, so you take that at a certain point. You're playing every single day. I'm talking to the media twice a day. It'd be hard enough if it was me being criticized for my own decisions. If I'm sitting there taking the shrapnel for other people's decisions, like, why didn't Brandon Nimmo play? Well, you know what, guys? I thought it would be a good day for yeah, the rest. Yeah, I mean, he ran, he ran the bases a lot yesterday. No, but you never say that, though. That's the problem. It'd be one thing if you could actually tell the truth. Like, why right, if you Brandon- say, listen, I would like to play him, but analytics upstairs is telling me that he ran too much. Now, you hit a home run. You don't run the bases as hard. Is that a negative or that's fine? That's fine because you're not real full speed. So the triple is what? Bad. Like, the second they saw that triple, they're like, oh. In the park home run? Oh, for, for you, probably two days. At least. Multiple days you Multiple can't play. Multiple days. You probably have to pull them right out of the game. Defensive replacement. Legs can't be fresh after that. Well, how could they be? They, these are professional athletes. You can't run from home to third. Well, it's going to make you more susceptible to Do you the really next. think that the analytics actually say? Well, that's not analytics, though. That's not an analytical what is that, decision. Like sports medicine? Yeah. So th- these are like doctors that are telling him, all right, he just ran hard well, from home it, to third. All, he dude, can't play tomorrow? This all goes back to it, it all goes back to soccer. Because soccer's way ahead of us with all this stuff. Okay. And how they European track, soccer? Or, yeah, okay. how they track. You know, this is why we're all wearing heart rate monitors and everything else. That's right. how, you know, how they track your practices, fatigue. Like if they notice one day, you know, your max speed is down, you know, two miles per hour. They're like, okay, time for us to give you a rest. You're going to put yourself in... You're going to put yourself at a greater risk of being injured because we can clearly tell that you're worn down. When it used to be like, yeah, we, we understand we're going to feel like crap some days. Yeah, but if you're running, like in soccer, there's a ton of running. I mean, you're running miles and miles in a game. And if they say, you know, speeds decrease, like they look at some of the stats and numbers, uh, okay. 
But running from home to third in baseball, and then running from home to second and saying, oh, you know what? I don't know if he should play tough tomorrow. Time yeah, I would have a tough time with that. And, and as a player, too. It's it, like, I know you're trying to look out for my best interest, but like... It feels so the soft. The last thing... I got two doubles and a triple. The last thing I want to do is sit on the bench the next day. Like, let me... I'm going to ride this thing as long right. as I can ride it. I, you know, I'm three for four. I'm playing the next day. Right. Now, if I go 0 for 5 and you think I'm sluggish and tired and you want to give me a day off, I I don't like it because I want to play, but I can understand that. But this is ridiculous. Well, see, the difference, too, with baseball is... And, and I guess... I mean, if I was in it, I would I would understand it better. Just because it doesn't, it's hard for me as a you know guy that always you know hockey players would play. It would be tough if you were playing every single day. You know, at least with hockey, you're playing every other day, you can give a, you know come in, get treatment. Yeah, but in watch ho- video in, in hockey, your your daily no, no, grind is intense. I understand, but you can, at least I can give you a day off in between games. Baseball, there's no day. You're not getting a day off. It's not sure. as it's not as tough. But I mean, coming from someone that still plays baseball, you don't like the day after you don't feel great. And now you're okay. We still another game, and then there's another game, and then, I mean you're playing 20 straight, and then you got to finally get a day off. There's a, there's a lot of baseball, but baseball is by far the easiest sport to play over and over and over, as evidenced by the fact there's 162 games. Yeah, I would actually make the argument that probably mentally, it would be the toughest. Okay, just to be locked. Like I mean, you take but it every w- single wouldn't you day. You want to talk to the player, Brandon? Listen, be honest with me. You need a day? Nope. Well, I don't. I, I think yeah. I think you want his information. You want his input. And you're also trying to. I mean, we always talk about protect the player from himself. I would just say at the beginning of the uh, here's the thing though here's the tough part it doesn't sound like it's in the manager's hands anyway. What's well, not? Because in 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 theory it would be every good manager would hey listen I want to have a I want to have a, a relationship where we're in constant communication and you're always telling me the truth and it's not going to be held against you if you I mean if you show up to my you know you show up on a on a Tuesday after you know a game that goes extra innings on Monday and say skip I'm just I got to tell you like I feel awful. Legs are brutal. Like, I don't think I can go. Right. All right. Well, that's. Um, I'm glad you told me that because the last thing I want to do is put you in there and you can't perform. So Buck is going to be 68 years old in May. Imagine Buck said, I'm never managing again and I'm just going to speak the truth moving forward here. I would love it. How, how great would oh, that be, be so for, good. for just everyone? I'm sure all come. the managers would love it. See, this is what we deal with. Yeah. All you idiots that criticize us every day. Yeah. A, a, a guy walked down and said he ran. He went three for four. He ran. He came downstairs and told me, no, don't play him tomorrow. And meanwhile, I got to stand in front of the microphone and be like, yeah, we just thought it was a good day for uh, I, I'm Brandon being serious. Off. There's no way I could do it. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have a job. Right. Right. But there's no way I could do it. If you sit here and you are going to go after me for something internally, I know I had nothing to do with, I, would, I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, would, is, would you would you be able to handle that well? No, but I think this is why you're seeing the trend. This is why Bill Belichick doesn't have a job. This is why Mike Vrabel doesn't have a job. This is why, you know, when push comes to shove, David Stearns comes in and goes with a guy that's never managed before. It's easier to push those guys around. It's easier to have a collaboration. Like, what are you going to tell? Like, what could you possibly tell Buck Showalter? Right? Like, I mean, you, the, these you guys all want to. Well, right. Well, these guys don't want to feel like they're the smartest guys in the room. How are you going to be the smartest guy in the room with Buck Showalter or Bill Belichick in the room? Karen Veenstra has a great tweet. She's trying to comprehend doing this in my corporate job. Quote, yeah, you, you know, I used my brain too much yesterday, too much work. I, I got to sit out today. You imagine that with us? They'd be like, wait, you've slept nine hours for the last three nights? T- take the day. Nine you're, hours? You're exhausted. Sleep out. I'm lucky to get nine hours for the week. You don't, like, get, you don't get nine hours in a week? Ooh, close. A, a five-day week, you don't get nine hours? No, I'll get, yeah, I'll get over nine. But Right. I was saying three days, nine was three, three a night. It's not great. Well, how about when you had a, your fever was like 102 and a half, and John's like, well, it's not 103 or 4. Right, thank you. You have a real, I mean, no, I'm sorry. I'm a 50 year old guy. 102 and a half fever is a real gonna, fever. You're not going to die. Right. You should be in. Right. So, what happens when you're a warrior? R- RJ? 
Yes, Dave. How you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. Like, you feel considerably better today than you did on Monday? Not really. It's still as fresh? It's pretty fresh. Well, because every day is a new thing. Every day is, there's a new element that comes out. Monday, it's just raw motion. Tuesday, see, Monday was why the Chiefs are great. Yesterday was why the Niners suck. And today is some of the inside the NFL mic'd up audios coming out. And is the Chiefs parade today. So every day is a new element. But it's Valentine's Day. And you have you have a sweetheart, so you can focus on her and not, not the pain of the game. That's true. I think tomorrow the healing really can take on a, a, a true sense of improvement. You want to talk it through on the air? Not really. I like to bottle it up and just not deal with it for a while, mm-hmm. I think. Do you have to take, we talk about like Showalter being the, the face of these things and not wanting to answer these questions, and he's not even the reason why these decisions are made. Do you Do you get attacked for things we do? No, I don't. You guys are, see, here's the thing. Anything you would get, you would get attacked for is pretty much you saying it. So there's really nothing that I could have done. No, no, no. But that you could say, like, they could come after you and be like, don't do this, don't let them do this, don't let them do that. Mm, no, no, not really? We have, we have good management. That doesn't happen, at least to me. That's nice. Yeah. You're trusted. I'm trusted. We get, I mean, here's the thing, though. It's a, it, it can't actually relate to sports because you've seen our meetings. Rick farts in meetings. It's unbelievable. So it I, was one time he, he decided to go to sleep in the in the I meeting. Don't create last this time. narrative where I fart in every meeting. It was I was trying you to. You do the, have a gaseous issue. No, in meetings, it was though. easing the tension. That's all I was doing. Did you feel like there was tension in that meeting, RJ? Uh, after that, <laughs> right? Did, but, did you laugh? Did I, you laugh? I did laugh. I mean, Rick is the same guy who also forgot one of our bosses was on the Zoom in one of the, one of the meetings. That's right. He said something. He said, "Gotta be honest, forgot you were there." Uh, of course he did. <laughs> Of course, and then he decided, you know what? This would be a great time to lay my head back and close my eyes because I'm very tired. In the meeting, <laughs> what would you rather? I, I, I take a little cat, cat nap or I fall asleep on the car ride home. I don't want either. Well, you got to pick your poison. Why? Well, you know why? That cat nap buoyed you to not fall asleep yes. on the way home, right? I, I don't know. But you it know. was bizarre. You d- stop it. it RJ, was it? Do you not look bizarre? forward to our meetings or not? What? Do you look forward to our meetings? I love our meetings. All right. So you tell me. People call in right now. Do you look forward to your, your your work meetings? They'll all say no. I I guarantee they pay money you, to come to our meetings. I guarantee you that any meeting they have at work, they have never dealt anything like what we do. Anything, and they would love it. Our meetings are RJ. Is that fair? You've been in legitimate like buttoned up. Like, oh, have you ever, ever? Oh, you know how? So you have that report ready? Oh yeah. Does Steve get here at nine o'clock? No, he's here fifteen minutes after nine, and we got to fire him. Like serious meetings. <laughs> 15 minutes after 9 he's gone wow out have you ever <laughs> ever in your entire and you're not a young young guy anymore like you've been around wow. the block he's, he's in his 30s he's in now. his early 30s yeah but he's been in the workforce for more than 10 years have you ever been involved with a meeting like our meetings not even close but I've also <laughs> never even looked close I've never even approached looking forward to a meeting the way I do that one you you love those meetings I, I do love that meeting see it's see? good it's good it changes team camaraderie instead of like, oh, man, another meeting. Like, we took our meeting on the road last week. We, didn't we even, did. We didn't even get it approved. We just did it. That's what we do. Love our meetings. I love it. Yeah. But would you say you've never seen anything like the way he acts in a meeting? Because he have, doesn't know how. Well, that's you should have seen me. This is tame compared to what I used to do in team meetings and with, uh, with the Islanders. But that's my point. He doesn't know how. It's not even his own fault. <laughs> He's never been in a position to have to go into a normal meeting. Yeah, but look what comes of it. 
Closer than ever. Every, and, gr- I think we, and great stories. Every Wednesday, I think we get a little bit closer. <laughs> Unbelievable stories. Wait till I come to one of those meetings naked. <laughs> That's the next step. So you know what the thing is? Where's the line? I got in big trouble the one time I pulled my motor. I, I showed up uh, into the rink with my motorcycle and came into the meeting with like my motorcycle helmet on. That was not great. Like the Undertaker? Yeah. Like I just had my underwear on and my motorcycle helmet. What do you say to that? Like uh, I got in trouble for that one. Really? Yeah. They were like, I can't see you say the word. But it kind of like what you said about Ben. He's like, are you are, are you, you effed uh, up? Something wrong? Yeah. Are you are you, are yeah. you effed up? Yep. It's like, why? He's like, because you have your underwear on and a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> And, and we're pretty sure you parked it in, inside the rink. I was like, well, where did you want me to park it? I can't just leave it outside. I pulled that bad boy right up. I'm sure you did. I'm, I'm very confident I probably should. Did. I probably should see somebody. No, you know what the thing is, though? Our bosses, they can't say because it's like the gray area when you become a boss of what you can say and what you can't. They love that meeting, too. You think so? Yeah. You think they look forward to that meeting? I think they also because their next meetings are probably like the uh, meetings, right? Yeah, I think probably like ten to twenty percent of them worries that everything is being archived at some point and it could be pulled out and everyone can get fired. <laughs> but I do think that they look forward to it. They can't tape us without our knowledge, though, can they? Maybe I don't know. I could be taping you right now. <laughs> uh, RJ, was it your decision to play that? Yeah. To put that promo together? Of course it was his. Oh, the... Yeah, the suck ice cubes. Of course it was his. Yeah, it's not not great when your your kid's in the car and he gets excited because he hears his name. Right. And then it's you talking about your OnlyFans. (laughs) It was only... I haven't heard it's only me. Yeah. No, it's both of us, but he's like, why would Dave suck on ice cubes? I was like, ah, it's just a joke. Don't worry about it. Find me on OnlyFans. Listen, it's... it's, He's dehydrating. (laughs) It's very thirsty. You gotta have some difficult conversations. (laughs) But should you have to? Yeah. I think it spurs on the conversation. It's a nice slurping noise, though. It's, it's delicious. <laughs> I go on OnlyFans. You watch? Oh, oh my goodness. Bauer. Yes. Yeah. I, I go on OnlyFans. You watch? Absolutely not. No. You want to see Dave's feet? No, I would not want to see. What if a Dave was, would, would fart in a jar? Would you buy it? Absolutely not. What about his bath water? No. Would you buy it? Toenail clippings. I send you <laughs> full toenail clippings. No, this is getting more and more disgusting would you the buy, more we Would go you on. buy Amani's? Toenail clippings. No, I'm good. Wow. All right, Bauer, here you go. Oh. I cut off my, my big toenail. Like, you know, cut it cut it short. You have to eat it for, for $1,000. That is not enough money. $5,000. You got to go a lot higher. $10,000. Higher. You nibble it like it was caviar. $10,000. <laughs> I don't think you nibble on a toenail like caviar. He's thinking about it. Ten grand. No. Cash. Cash. No. <laughs> RJ, we got to be separated, man. We're saying the same words at the same yeah, time. It's not it's right. weird. It's too much. This is a result of the meeting. This, I, I just want to relax. And RJ, my 10 bar. grand, eat my toenail. You do it? No. 15. No. All, all right. I got to tell you, though. We go back in time. I give you a tasty toenail as overtime starts. The result is Niners win. Oh, like it's a, like it's a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> See? <laughs> Found his weak spot. I got to tell you, though. I got to tell you, we come in here and we we with ten thousand cash and we just laid on this desk. Right. I think yeah. I think things you, things are different. Yeah. I think yeah. It's like, it's like the world's here is a poker. Yeah. You start seeing the money. I think that I think he's. I didn't think he needs to cut it off for Bauer. I you think you he nibble, put, nibble it right off. I the think top? he puts the whole tone in his mouth. Really. Yep. You may have no toenail by the time it's all said and done. He would just eat the whole thing, gobble it right, thing right off. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. 
I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere, Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You're close to singing time, my friend. I'm well aware. Okay, good. You just got an unbelievable compliment from RJ in here. Really? He just said, he goes, Bauer is very good. That's very, very nice. good. I, I, I need that hint of confidence uh, going into this because I'm about to disparage Billy Joel. No, you're, you're going to do the best you can. I'm going to do the best I can. It's going to be terrible. What are you laughing about? What are you laughing at in the background? <laughs> I, just watched, I just watched this video. <laughs> the internet in here stinks so bad. The, the title of it, my husband had one job. It's the kid's birthday party. Right. He's dressed, up as, he's dressed up as the Hulk. And he like fell on him or something? <laughs> he falls. He comes, yeah. he comes walking in the it's door. It's frozen and, now. And he's rolling around on yeah, the yeah. floor. And he couldn't get himself up? Yeah. yeah I saw that. Let's, um, uh, speaking of how good you've been today, let's bring in Stephen Chappaqua. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, guys. I have a quickie uh, cuddle Mary trash regarding Ooh. after the, the uh, Four Horsemen number five. For me, mm-hmm. I marry Bauer. All right. What I are, cuddle. What are, I cuddle um, uh, uh, Ty Butler, and then I trash. Uh, uh, go, uh, what's the guy's name? Gottlieb. Oh. No, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who has a show <laughs> after Michael K. Um, you Gordon, guys love him. Uh, Grasa, Grasa. Gordon Damer. Yeah, Grasa. I, would, I would trash him. You get, all right, number so, one for me is Bauer. Bauer number one is Bauer. Bauer one. <laughs> You know what's sad? Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, it's it's hard to argue. Bauer has he, he takes his opportunity, he runs with it. He's very good. Yeah, he lo- listen. Big Bauer's big in Chappaqua. Bauer, how does it make you feel that people are now calling about how good you are as like the the fifth wheel on the show? Not gonna lie, it warms the heart. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Absolutely, we're here to uh, to please. Uh, Next game tonight. It's a big game. Not a big game. Like you go into this game desperately wanting to win, or you're just like we're so banged up that I don't expect to win this game. I have no expectations. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy we're at the break. Thank God it's over. Thank God. That's why that one. I mean, is it? Listen, it's. I get it. It's. I mean, it's a, a regular season game. It's doesn't seem like a big deal, but I mean, current state of the team. You fought all the way back, had a chance to to win a game in overtime, lose because of a terrible call. Now stuck going to Orlando. With a team that's even more banged up now. You did blow a game at home to Orlando. You should have won. Maybe you find a way to win this game in Orlando tonight. <laughs> Listen, maybe. Maybe, but I'm sure Orlando's looking at the you know, the, the amount of injuries that we're dealing with. Right. Going, hey, fellas. we got to I mean, take advantage of this. Let's get this one at home before the break. Ugh, if you lose four, I remember we were talking about this four games ago. I was like, if you go 2-2 two and two in this four-game stretch, you'll be fine. And now you're on the verge of going 0-4 in this four-game stretch. Yeah, they just got to get healthy. That's it. I mean, what, whatever it. happens, happens. I still do care about getting the the three or the four. It matters to me, but it, well, because I think it doesn't make any difference if you're not healthy. No, but though. I think it does matter though. Like this, this whole idea that it doesn't matter. I, I mean, yes, they need to be healthy, but that does matter. It does matter. Like they're a better team at home, so that does matter. Would you like to? I mean, in a, in a closely contested series, have Game Seven at home? Yes. The answer to that question is yes. I like my chances better if we have Game Seven at home. I don't think anybody would say that. 
Well, no. A lot of people I'm hearing, it's like, oh, as long as they're healthy, it doesn't really no, matter. No, I think any team would say, like, would you rather be at home or would you rather be on the well, road? But of I think there's some teams home. that doesn't matter for it. Right. I think that Milwaukee's probably like, you know what, let's make sure we have a healthy Giannis and a healthy Dame and where everything's firing and, and away we go. I think for the Knicks, it matters more than probably, I mean, Boston's going to get the one. We know that, right? It's going to all go through Boston. But, I mean, the Knicks getting a home court for at least a round, I think, is very important, especially if you go up against, like, a Philly and Embiid is back. You, I mean, that would be huge for the Knicks. Dude, even if you went against Cleveland. Right. I don't, I mean, it's a, you're, plus now at Madison Square Garden, it's an advantage for us at Madison Square Garden. Why not have the ability to take advantage of that? And I get, listen, I understand you're not healthy, you're trying to get healthy, but like, well, hey, you know, you got to pick your battles and everything that's, listen, I mean, you want to tell me that the reason why DiVincenzo hurt his hamstrings because he's playing too much, I'm, I'm sure he's, would say he's happy he's playing as much as he's playing. Again, you can always make that argument. I mean, if a guy gets hurt, well, he's playing too much. Is he, I mean, he's, a, he's, what, 27 years old? Is he really playing too much? Look at the Celtics last night. All their guys played over 35 minutes. Is that too much? They don't have much of a bench. Too much? It's, I mean, I think it's a convenient excuse when someone gets hurt. Right. Especially it's with it's the narrative of, around, 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 uh, tibs. around yeah. tibs, right? He just plays his guys too much. That's what Wears he does. Down. So, yeah, guys get injured. Is it his fault that Ananobi got hurt? No. I mean, Randall was a fluke injury. Hartenstein. Well, they'll say, why was he in the game? It's a, it's a fair point, but, I mean, what are you, you going to put him in bubble wrap and not play your guys? You play your guys. Rand, not, Randall's the most durable nickname. Right, have. but he's not going to punt on a game, though. That's the thing, though. He's not, it's not in his, it's not, no, nor should he. He doesn't have it in him to punt on a game. Nor should he with this team the way they are. You know what happens if you punt on games and you're, and you're a Knicks fan right well, now? You lose there's your no, mind. But, but there's no guarantee, though, that if you punt on this game, he doesn't get hurt in the next game. Like there's no like there's nothing to tell you that hey we rest him in this one, you know he's not going to get hurt and we'll win the other right. one. It's you don't know. You take advantage of the situations that you're in. If you have a, if you see see an opportunity to to win a game, you try to seize the opportunity and then then you move on. Um, Bauer. Yes. You ready? Yeah, I guess I'm more than uh all. I'm ready more than all. What, what? Let's go around the horn though. Ricky Nicky's awful. What do you think? He's, uh, you're I like, think oh, he's, you know what? Mm. Probably better than Joe Leo's open. Well, I mean, yes. I'm just setting the bar. I, I agree with that. All right, RJ, you think he's terrible? You think this is passable? I think it's going to be better than we think. Okay. Let's go. All right, here we go. Yep. Piano Man, the first verse. It's 9 o'clock on a Saturday. Regular crowd shuffles in. He's good. There's an old man sitting next to me, making love to his tonic engine. Gotta let the harmonica play. A yeah, no, bit. of course. Yeah, right. Can you? You don't have an harmonica with you? I wish I did. Okay. Yeah, as do we. You look like a he says, guy. Son, can you play me a memory? I'm not really sure how it goes. But it's sad and it's sweet and I knew it complete When I wore a younger man's clothes You're good. Real nice. That was beautiful, Real Bauer. Nice. You, you know what's good about Bauer? He doesn't have that, like, I don't want to do it. I'm no, like, no he throws himself, himself yeah. into the show. Good for you, Bauer. Well I, will say, I will say I didn't want to do it, but you know what? I'm happy I did. Does it, does it feel good now that you did it? Feels a little bit better. Spread your wings, buddy. I believe you can fly. Come on, man. Does Anita ever have you sing on the show? Thankfully no. not. No. She doesn't even speak on the show. She doesn't bring you on? No, she does. Rick's Stop. I'm an avid listener. I don't ever hear you on that show. Really? What a, what a waste. 
To not to, have to power? Talent. Yeah. To talent. There's you want an old man sitting next to me. <laughs> oh, great. Now, now we're cutting these up. That's great. To his tonic engine. <laughs> engine? You want to be on air? Is that your... younger man's clothes. Oh, that, yeah, that wasn't a good uh, I wish you had the harmonica, though. If you, I mean, if you were playing the harmonica. <laughs> I love the second verse. <laughs> when I wore younger man's clothes. <laughs> hey, how about three stars? Uh, listen, I'll get to three stars when it's oh. time. Are you ready for three stars? I'm ready. I don't you think know, that was appropriate. Ra- Raymond has never once no. pushed me in three stars. No, you gave him like a minute and 50 yesterday. You, you know, all right. You know what, Bauer? Go ahead with your three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. All right. Well, Dave doesn't know how to spell gobble. He spells gobble, J-A-C-Y-N. How troubling, Dave. You know how to spell gobble? <laughs> Do I know how to spell gobble? Yeah, you I don't, didn't do I, I appreciate you mocking me. Dave's neck goes gobble gobble. Yeah, uh, eh, well, too bad. Uh, Number go- two. Gobble, G-O-B-B-L-E. Yeah, good for you. Number two, shooter. Ah, oh, terrible moment, but it's so bad it's good. You blank mother. Oh, no, no, blank. Blank sucker mother. <laughs> That's the line. What, what, what is happening? <laughs> and as Steve went on to say. Dump, 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 dump. And as I went on to say. <laughs> That's inappropriate for air, I think. Number one. <laughs> happy number one. Va- Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Spend it with your loved ones. If you're single, then do something that makes you happy. Enjoy the day. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what would that be? What are you going to be doing? Yeah. What do you got, Bauer, Nothing tonight? Nothing inappropriate. Just uh-huh. do something that makes you feel good. Nobody frowns on that happy. anymore. Nobody frowns on <laughs> yeah, that anymore, that, Bauer. It's not taboo uh, anymore. Be true to I, yourself. I'm so glad there's 10 seconds left in the show. <laughs> it's uh, rule 76. <laughs> no excuses for like a champion. It's DPH or Rothenberg again. Sounds like Bauer's going to carpe on me. <laughs> <laughs> on 9870 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.